Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget. And today we're talking paranormal romance with my co-host, Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee. Hi, Bridget. I'm very excited for the paranormal. Yes, we're talking about Dark Tarot by Christine Began. If you guys haven't listened to our recent interview with Christine, please go back and do so. It was an excellent interview. She was incredibly forthcoming and it was so, so fun to talk to one of my idols and one of the OGs in the paranormal romance space and sort of how her writing has evolved and why she got into it. Um, Definitely uh, one of the best interviews and most fun interviews that we've done. And I was excited because I have been reading these books for a very, very long time. This is book number 31 in the series. And I I was just looking through the list casually. And I think I've read like uh, 25 maybe of the 31 or maybe 27. <laughs> There's only a couple where I'm like, I don't know if I've read those two. But I maybe even yeah. read it and I just don't remember. I don't know. I, I read a lot of her books. I don't remember all of them. But when I was uh, listening to this book, a lot of it came back. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that was the book. Yeah. Because I was like 12 when the first book came out. I probably read the first book when I was like 13 or 14. And they've basically come out, you know, a couple of years since then. And I also have read a couple of them. them can we just say, she's a beast. I mean, yeah, she I, so many books. <laughs> I mean, I've been yeah. working on the same book behind the scenes for like seven years. <laughs> Yeah, she has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven series, all with best-selling books on them. It's pretty unreal. She writes like three or four books a year. It's pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty awesome and inspiring. Yeah, but today uh, we are talking about Dark Tarot. And also I'm going to give you a brief glimpse at my favorite books of the series in case you want to dabble but don't necessarily want to read every single book. Absolutely. All right, Bridget, let's get a pop. Roommate. At a glance. Uh-huh. Romance. At a glance. What you say that? Romance. At a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, so like I said, paranormal romance, vampire romance, book number 31 of the Dark series about the Carpathians, Dark Tarot. Shawnee, tell us a little bit about the audio. How did you like the audiobook? Uh, so the audio was lovely. It's Jim Frangione. Um, oh, I will say your boy so, Jim. My boy Jim, man. Frangione. I feel like that's Italian. Jim yeah. Frangione. You know, he can speak Italian to me if he, if he, uh, if he knows it, but, um, <laughs> I, uh, when Italian men speak to you in Italian, doesn't that shit just make you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. cream your pants? It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah. anyway, so Jim Frangione, it's interesting. I remember when I first heard his voice, it was, um, for J.R. Ward, Ward's Black Dagger Brotherhood, because he mm-hmm. does that whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't enjoy him the first time i listened like the first book but he has mm-hmm. since grown on me heavily and so now i love him however his voice is so associated with the black dagger brotherhood for me that i kept thinking i was listening to the black dagger brotherhood oh funny moments. and i was like oh man this is driving me nuts because especially <laughs> since it's also about like i about, mean they're carpathians like, but also about biting and vampires yeah. and paranormal yeah so I had to keep bringing my brain back and going like, no, this is not the Black Dagger brother. <laughs> These That's are Carpathians. So um, but uh, but he did a great job, like he always does, and uh, and so yeah, so I I enjoyed it. I would recommend um, Jim Frangione. I recommend clicking on his name like on Audible or Amazon or wherever you buy your books, and like following the journey of all the books that he narrated because mm-hmm. he's such a big narrator at this point that he's only doing um you know a certain quality of work so if you see right. his name 
that means there's money put behind that book and it's probably going to be a better book. Yeah. And if you enjoy his narration style, then you're going to, that's not going to like take you out of it. Having listening to someone who's in a good narrator. You know, it's weird. He has like an accent, but I don't know what it is. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. It's not British. It's not Mm -hmm. American. It's not Australian. It's like, it's almost like he's put on such a light accent that he feels like other, Mm -hmm. but you can't tell where that other is from. And so I think it's a perfect for vampires who live through the centuries, through different accents, through different, you know what I mean? Like it get it, it just gives you that other feel. You know, one, speaking of live to the centuries, one thing I appreciate about her books versus like J.R. Ward, for instance, is that all of the different vamp Carpathians aren't all white uh, and all their partners aren't all white. Um, Cause you've talked about this before on the podcast, like how annoying it is when you're in a paranormal space and then all the characters are white. So, and you're like, why? These are made up people. What the f- they're made, <laughs> made up, up creatures, made up. Everything's made up. Why can't they you all have, give them 10 why can't some of them have brown skin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I appreciate that in these books, a lot of her um, her pairings, whether or not the first people are from Romania, and so they're white, but then their partners that they meet who are modern people um, are from cultures like all around the world. So I really, really like that about these books. I think it definitely, in my mind, at least sets them apart in, in terms of their breadth of, you know, having 31 just like white on white heterosexual couples, I think would be bland. It'd be a, it'd be a, it'd be a lot. <laughs> yeah, so it would be a lot, a lot of white folk. Um, okay, so this book is about Sandu. Sandu is one of the ancients, um, and they locked themselves away in a monastery because they were worried about losing their honor and um, becoming vampires or having to walk into the sunlight, meaning like kill themselves if they didn't find their life mate. So in these books, the main sort of thing is that the life mate holds the other side of their soul. So when the Carpathians are born, their soul is split in half and half of their soul goes to live in their life mate. And then half of it is in them. And then as they hunt vampires to keep the world safe, their soul sort of gets darker and darker and they lose the ability to see color, to feel emotions. And then when they meet their life mate, um, and they bind their life mate to them, their souls, like their soul, like stitches back together and now they're like able to feel emotions and see light and see colors and all this other stuff. Um, so one thing about these books is like, it's definitely like, like it's like forced bonding for sure, because very few. So the, the women who are Carpathian who get bonded understand what's happening when they meet their life mate. Cause they are Carpathian. So they are raised understanding what a life mate is and how important it is. The human women though, or Jaguars or other, other women who are in the stories, they don't, they're just like regular humans. And this dude's like says some ceremonial words and all of a sudden they're like, yo, what is going on? I can hear you <laughs> telepathically now. And you bonded me to you. I'm sorry. What now? So I will say that the the sexual experiences aren't forced, but the bonding is forced most often in these books. Yeah. Um, but as I've said before, uh, it's paranormal and I can forgive anything because this man is a multi-thousand year old ancient hunter and he would die without her. And so that seems fine. <laughs> seems fine. It seems totally fine. So the main um, character, the main MC is... Adelasia, Adelasia, Adelasia. Um, and she is a tarot card reader and she has a magic tarot deck and her and her family, all the women in her family rather have been keeping safe this deck of tarot cards and this gate to keep, hold back demons from entering into like our 
current realm. And there were like five different families, which I imagine, or four different families of women, which I imagine the other um, friends of his who are ancients will be matched to one of those other families is my guess anyways. And I thought it was kind of like a nice addition of some stuff like mythology wise to the series because it's the first time we've had tarot cards or magic tarot cards. And it's also the first like mention of demons. Um, other characters have gone into that like shadow sort of world in between life and death, Shawnee to like retrieve people, but yeah. there's never, they've never like seen the demons and stuff. So that was like a really cool tie in. I thought, um, and so she, he meets her and he knows instantly that she's his life mate. And he definitely does the bonding words without her really understand what's going on. Um, and he, yeah. he does the blood exchanges without her knowing what's going on, but they definitely have sex. Like she is fully aware and is like, yes, please. I would like to do that. <laughs> the sex now. So yeah. what did you think about that? Cause I know some people get upset, but I'm also, I'm like, it's paranormal and they're life mates. And that's just like yeah, what it so, is. So it's weird. <laughs> I think sometimes it's on like a case by case basis and it's kind mm-hmm. of like that, but it's kind of like, how hot is it? Or right. Like how, you right. Know? Um, right. So in this, in this, uh, case, I, I was a little upset that he didn't tell her what was going on. I liked yeah. what they were doing or whatever, but it felt like he was actively deceiving her. And so yeah. like, I don't like that feeling of like mm-hmm. him actively lying. Now he, comes around at the end after I think they have to do it three times in order to bond. Right. right. So the first two times kind of, I think happen. Right. And, and then the last one, she has a choice, you know, right. it's like, if we do it again, you're going to be bonded whatever. Right. And so she has to make a choice in that moment. And right. you know, her hands are a little bit tied, but she decides like, right. to throw her back into it. Let's go. But like, yeah, I just felt like at that point she didn't have a real choice. Because right. she was in too deep. The and they're also being started. hunted by all these evil creatures. And he's yeah. like, look, he's like, I have to be able to do this to convert. Like, if you're dying, I'm going to convert you regardless, basically. Yes. Um, but she so, also and and she also did see that, like, she would get a lot of, like, magical sort of Carpathian um, ability benefits, which is cool. Yes. Um, I just wish that I he had told you. her I, sooner. I wish like, so too. I, I do think the evolution of their relationship, at least in this book was him being like an ancient who's used to like women of his time doing exactly what their life mate told them to do. Or at least yeah. that was like his perceived thing and her being like, nah, like I've had this like, you know, centuries long family mandate and this is what I was raised to do. And like, I'm yeah. the one who has the experience. I'm the one who knows what's going on. Like you need to be my partner and trust me. Um, and I think by the end of the book, he definitely was, like when they went into the final battle, he didn't like try to take over. He followed her and followed her instructions yeah. and he did what she told him to do so that they could all survive. So I, I appreciated the arc. I was annoyed at the beginning. I will say in some of the other books, <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's either a much more practical, like they get converted because one of them is dying. And so the other yeah. one converts right away or they get converted because it's like sexy and they're like fucking and they're like, I want to bite you again because we're fucking and the biting is ecstasy. Yeah. Which well, is my, so, my personal preference. I mean, I, so I agree with you. I was, I was very much annoyed at the beginning of the book. I did not feel like it's weird because she feels like a character who's going to have a lot of agency for herself. But right. There were moments where she didn't. Right. And and then there was no fight back. It wasn't the level right. of fight back that I felt like she should have had. Right. Um, and then the acquiescence at the end, like for her to become a Carpathian, 
was too e was a little too easy right. for me. So yeah. I think that's that's what it is. Also, you know, I just find that I want more fight in my heroines. Like yeah. the more the more books I read, I've read the damsel in distress, I've read the passive, I've read you sure. know for years, and now I'm ready for fight. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I want to see more fight in them. So so that was hard for me at the beginning of the book. Um, the one thing sure. I really enjoyed was that she was a tarot reader. Yeah. Um, I, I like that a lot because, uh, because I've been working like in the shadows on a tarot deck, um, specifically a tarot deck that like would appeal to not only me, but to like, uh, kids, right? So like when kids want to learn tarot, um, mm-hmm. but so I thought it was a great, um, like a great mechanic to use that she's a tarot and also that they attach magic to the tarot. So like those cards that have been passed down from generation to generation are like a living thing. Um, and they have their own power and she can, um, she can use them as a tool of divination for, uh, you know, for a lot of, for like all the people and stuff like that. And she's really skilled at it. I like that her magic was like through her, her, like a matriarchal line and it mm-hmm. followed this tarot deck. I thought that was cool. I thought that was definitely, and I've I never agree. read that before. I've never read a story like with a tarot reader ever. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. And the hardcover, um, yeah, you guys, if you listen to the interview, you heard us talking about it, but the hardcover, each chapter is one of the cards of this tarot deck that Christine Feehan had designed specifically for the book. The hardcover is gorgeous. Um, gorgeous. And I agree. I thought the tarot cards were super interesting. I liked that. I agree with you about the fight, but I liked that when she felt like she was in her element, like reading the tarot cards, he was like 100% behind her and like, no, this is important and like you can do this and you know, trust yourself, etc. Um, and I like that, you know, she used it, used them a lot. Like it wasn't yeah. like she used them just once at the beginning and then it was never used again. Like she used them constantly throughout the book to sort of guide their journey. Yeah. One thing I will say about this book is I, if you haven't read the other ones, I don't think it would be as much fun as it might've been for me because they go and visit maybe like what, like five other couples. Yeah. And like, if you've never read the other books that they're a part of, you don't, you don't have any background on their characters or their journey. And so like, I feel like part of this book is just like, people always are asking her to like revisit their favorite couples. And, you know, obviously she has to keep writing books about new people. (laughs) And uh, so I feel like part of, partly it was like, oh, let's revisit, like, okay, I'm going to go like visit all these different people so you can get a glimpse of what they're doing. Yeah. Kind of like a reunion, but like part of this story too. Um, I, my, my favorite part, I think of the book was the friends. So he had three other ancients who went with them. And so in a couple of the other books, this sort of happened where one, one person would get a life mate and then the sort of closest allies and friends of that Carpathian would kind of be like, let in a little bit on the life mate bond to help them hold back the darkness And so she would share with them and like, and her life mate too would share because they're very like possessive would share with them that bond a little bit so that they could have hope. And so I like, I think that's a really strong thing just because it's like, it's always fun when people are interacting with each other. Um, But I liked the four, the three friends that there were like three ancient friends who came along. Yeah. um, Cause they were always like ribbing them and kind of like became like brothers to her and called her little sister yeah. And I always enjoy a group atmosphere and especially in like a fantasy sort of like hunting book. Yeah. Cause it takes away like the monotony of two people just like by themselves hunting. But, but 
But you know what I, th- okay, so, so one, I 100% agree. I think books are always more interesting with like a cast of characters. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet where like the main couple is not interesting. It's really yeah. the, that overall picture. Um, but I, re- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, so the one thing where I felt so tense when I was reading the book was when she was reading the tarot. Um, oh, for, for each one. For each one who didn't, who hadn't found their life mate yet. Yeah, and they're wondering, basically, do I, do I still have a live life mate, or should I just suicide myself? Like, should I just <laughs> kill myself? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know. Also, on a side note, I, I, I went on a date with this guy once who would say suicide as always, suicide myself. So that's <laughs> suicide myself. So um, that's just how we say it in my family now because I just thought it was hilarious. Um, but but yeah, so it, it, I was like, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot, and I and you know what? And I like that they didn't downplay it. Like she said, yeah. I don't. I'm not sure I want to do this because it is a lot of pressure. I don't want to be responsible if they lose hope. And yeah. I also liked their response, which was like, we've held our honor this long. Like we will continue to hold it, whether or not you tell us and give us hope or or remove the hope like we'd rather know um i thought it was a really strong scene or like series of scenes but i agree so much pressure i would not have wanted that pressure i'm sorry i'm the difference between you being having hope and you dying no thank you that sounds terrible for me sounds terrible for me Um, i yeah so uh, here's the thing about this book i i would say like you know again i've read all of them or almost all of them. This one was not my favorite. I think some of the other ones felt much stronger in like the connection between the two people. Yeah. So one thing I appreciate is that not all the couples are the same. Some of her couples like start fucking right away. Some of her couples, it takes to like the very end of the book. Some of them, you know, there's a variety based on their character, which I think there should be. Yeah. But I didn't feel like these two felt like really connected to me. Like I didn't really feel the life mate pull that I feel in the other books where I'm like, I feel their like comfort in each other and their yearning and their whatever the case may be, their lust, their excitement, etc. cetera. Um, yeah. He always felt kind of like removed from her and aloof. Yeah. Almost. Um, even after he got his emotions back. And she really never trusted him until like the very end of the book. Yeah. Which again makes it really hard. Like if they're not in cahoots and fully trusting each other, then like what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of my it's kind of my view. Especially in a situation like this where like the the outside enemy, so it's like the couple versus an outside enemy versus a lot of romance books where it's like the couple figuring out their own shit is the book like the communication or, or whatever yeah. is the book like in this case the book is like oh there's a big bad evil we have to go defeat and in that case in my mind at least or when i read paranormal romance in those instances i want the couple to be like on the solid. same wavelength yeah. and solid and obviously they can like go off course or they can have problems but i like i want them to like trust each other and me to feel more like I'm a part of their party. Yeah. And I didn't quite feel like I was a part of the party. I I agree. I agree. I felt like it created a disconnect that I I guess like even when they got together, I mm-hmm. didn't feel like it was like a earned get together. Like it was you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't I don't know how to else yeah. to say that. Like 
it's always like a timing. You're like, oh, and here it is. That's the right timing for them to get together. Ah, you know, yeah. um, and I agree. I didn't feel like they were on the same page. She couldn't trust him for a great portion of the book. She knew that he was lying. There's, uh, you know, many yeah. passages that say she knows that something's up and right. whatever. And right. he's not telling her to the right. point where she literally goes into his mind to eavesdrop to try right. to actively find out what's going on. Right. Um, and whatnot. And then later on, he's like, you went in my mind. She was like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, I did. You have any <laughs> telepathic abilities, bro. What do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> bro. <laughs> so you, you're here telling me you're my life mate and whatever. I think a little investigation is, you know, is needed. So this is a little off topic, but uh and you, I know it's a tangent, but I I remember this lady posted online that she was dating this guy. Um she was like running this background check on this on this guy she was dating. And she was like, I'll run a background check on anybody who is going to be around my kids, you know? And there was all this discord in the comments and stuff. Um, and it was interesting too, because like, I don't have a right or wrong answer to this, but I think one, it's smart to run a background check around, like on anybody who's going to be around your kids. Um, but two, there's part of me that says, if you feel like you need to run a background check, yeah, that's not the right person. That for you. person does not need yeah. to be around your kids. Like, yeah. So there's like this, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, because like I've never felt the urge to run a background check on anyone who I let be around me or my children. Yeah. Because like, if so, I felt like I needed to run a background check, like something about you is not working for me. Yeah. And then that person, that's spiking. just not. That's just yeah. And even if I had a background check, I'd still be like on edge because of yeah no yeah, yeah i agree 100 percent agree with you that seems it's like a, a terrible it's just interesting you know so it's like i, don't, I yeah. mean i don't have the right or wrong answer but i just feel like when you're when yeah. your gut is saying that then you know best to move on <laughs> just get a move on just, just move get on. a quick so, like, move on if i had a carpathian it was like you are my life mate and this is that and sure. you will come with me and we will be together and i was like mm, i have the ability to poke around his mind and see what the hell's going on in there yeah. I well, and I, so you know bad. what I didn't like? Okay. So in the other books, well, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've read all of them, but for the most part in the other books, like he, they never shield a part of their mind and he like shields his whole hunting from her. Yeah. And in the other books, the other hunters never shield the hunting from their spouses because like they don't invite them to like look at it, but they don't hide that part of themselves. Yeah. Cause they all know like, Oh, they're a hunter and they kill vampires. Of course it's going to be terrible and gory and horrible. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was like, why is he trying to hide part of himself from her? They're supposed to be life mates. Anywho, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you all about my favorite Carpathian books so that you can choose which ones you want to read. We'll be right back. Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now... Bridge, let's get back to the ratings. Yes. Okay, 
So, starting at the beginning, we have Dark Prince with Mikhail and Raven. You know what? I frankly think you really should read this book. First of all, I liked it. And secondly, it really does set the scene for what the Carpathians are, how they're different from vampires, and just like the whole culture in general. He's the prince of the people. Uh, obviously, it's called Dark Prince. And um, and she's a telepathic um, serial killer uh, hunter and a dope human being and sort of like helps him realize like, yo, I'm a human being. I'm a modern lady. You need to get your shit in order before you can be mine. And it's really good. And I like it a lot. So Dark Desires book two. I really like this book also. Jacques and Shay. Um, Shay is another human and uh, they had a really good connection. His story is kind of sad and he's like injured and she helps him. Um, I don't remember book three at all. Can't remember if I liked it. Book four, I really liked. So Savannah is the child. I'm pretty positive Savannah is the child of Raven and Mikhail. And Grigori is Mikhail's best friend and second in command. And he's like an incredible healer. And he waits until she's of age. So he like knows that she's his, um, like his life mate for her whole life. Um, but he waits until she's of age and like lets her go out into the human world and have a life for a few years, even after she turns of age, um, before he comes and he's finally like, I can't wait any longer. I have to claim you. Like I'm too close to the dark and I'm too powerful and you can't yeah. let me turn evil. Like anyways, they have a really good bond. It's really good. Also, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> when the baby is born and yeah. Mikhail's like, God damn it. That's my daughter. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to know. <laughs> like it's really funny. <laughs> Okay, so then we have Julian. So book five is Dark Challenge, Julian um, and Desiree. So Desiree, uh, I don't remember this one, actually, frankly. So I will not give a rating, but I feel like I liked it. Um, Dark Fire, I also don't really remember, but it seemed like it was probably okay. Duh, book number eight. Okay, so book number eight, I remember. Dark Legend, Francesca is um a healer and then gabriel is also a healer and um she's like so so good and he's kind of got so it's like kind of like a sunshine grump kind of thing um mm -hmm. i liked that one they also work really hard to save the children because the evil mages are keeping the carpathians from being able to have babies to try and get rid of their all their bloodlines and so she works really hard to um allow the people to start having babies again um, speaking of a nice, you like a strong woman, Lucian and Jackson, um, Jackson is a special forces, uh, woman and she's a badass and she fights with Lucian. So like the dark hunters firmly believe that women should be not fighting. And, um, but then slowly some of the women who come in and become Carpathian were like trained by the military or were some other form of badass. And so some of them Ooh. fight with their spouses and then yeah. some of the other Carpathians, even the unmated ones like give them shit for it. And they're like, Oh, you shouldn't let her fight. And they're like, fuck you. You don't know anything about my life, mate. It's really good. Um, <laughs> I liked their book. Um, I don't remember book 10 very. Oh, I do. I don't remember if I like book 10, but she's really good at singing and her voice draws him to where she is in Italy. Let's see. I didn't read book 12. Book 13. Book 13 was good. There are some of these books that have really dark, um, like the characters have really dark backstories. Like there's yeah. some that have like a lot of trigger warnings of like book 13. She has a lot of like childhood abuse. Um, and 
a lot of these books become about like found families. And so like the human women are either working with like shelters or like street kids, or they've adopted some or, or, or sort of all of the above, or they themselves were abused as children and have grown up. And so I will say that some of these are darker than others. Um, but dark destiny was really good. She, um, had a really like terrible childhood and she heard his voice in her mind and he like basically taught her in her mind how to like survive and hunt vampires and he couldn't and he was like trying to get her to come to him but she like wouldn't and he because he's been like um he's like trapped and so she eventually goes and finds him that was a good one uh book 15 is Rafael de la Cruz and he and Colby. Colby's like definitely the most like modern of the modern ladies, probably. She's like very funny and he's like very overpowering, like machismo. And she's yeah. like, yeah, 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 but you love me. And it, their book is good. Um, let's see. Oh, I think you would like book 16, which is Dark Demon, um, which is about Vikirinov and Natalia because Natalia is a bad bitch. Like she. <laughs> She has knives all over her person. She just has been fighting demons her whole life. And she basically like, like kind of like lures them in and then kills them all. Um, And when he meets her, he's like, he didn't think he could ever meet someone who rivals him as a vampire hunter, but she is a mage and a Carpathian and like awesome. And it and there's a whole like plot line of about the mages and how she's related to them throughout the whole series of books. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people don't trust her. And he's like, no, fuck off. This is my life, mate. I do what she says. They're good. They have a good uh, chemistry thing going on, too. Nice. Uh, let's see. Dark Possession. I don't remember this one, but I do remember them. It's Manolito and Marianne. He's another one of the De La Cruz brothers. Um their books are all pretty good. I don't remember that one super specifically though. Um, and then there's another De La Cruz brother book 19. Again, I don't remember that one very well. Book 20 I liked, which was Ivory Malinov and Razvan. Razvan is like the son of the head mage and everyone thinks he's an enemy of the people, but really he was trapped there and he like couldn't get out and he helped some of the other women escape throughout the years. And, um, his dad's been like taking his blood and like doing all terrible sorts of terrible experiments on him. And Ivory, um, discovers him because she, um, travels with a wolf pack. It's actually pretty dope. She like, they're on her back is like a tattoo. And then Mm -hmm. when she's hunting, they come off her back and they help her hunt vampires with them. And then she, so they're like Carpathian, but they like live on her skin. And then, um, they meet together and they, they're also like, first of all, both of them like don't like to be around any people, including the other, like all their dark hunters and the, <laughs> the whole community. And they're like yeah. very suspicious of everyone because they both had terrible lives. And so I liked their book because like, unlike the book we just read where they didn't feel connected, they're so connected. It's like they move as like one person. And also anytime, like they're both like, like the Carpathians like take a step forward and they both like step back. And they're like, yo, that's close enough. It's okay. We don't need to be your friend. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We're we're okay by ourselves. And our what we got our wolf pack on our backs. We're good. It's ain't no thing. We're fine. 
We're going to just go kill. <laughs> we'll go kill undead whether or not you accept us into your tribe. We don't care. Yeah. Um, they're really good. Also, she's another badass hunter lady. Um, book 21 is Dark Peril. So Solange is a jaguar, like a princess of the jaguar shifters and meets Dominic. And they, uh, you met them in the, in the book we just read. So remember when we went to see Solange yeah. in the, the jungles? So this is her book with Dominic and her species are like dying out and she's trying to keep her sister. I think it's her sister or her cousin or something safe. And he comes and she's very suspicious of him at first. And of course then they work together. Um, I don't remember if I liked that one like exceptionally, but then we have another De La Cruz brother, another one of those De La Cruz bros. They are all definitely like the most like, I am a man, you are a woman of the group, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then we have Dark Storm, which is the one with Dax and Riley. You met Dax. He's the one who has the dragon inside of him. It's actually kind of an interesting book about how he was trapped in the mountain and then basically like convinced this dragon to bond with him so that they could get out of the mountain um, and defeat this vampire. Um, I don't remember being one of my favorite couples, but it's definitely interesting. Uh, book 24 is Dark Lycan with Tatiana and Fenris, I really liked this one. Tatiana was like trapped in the ice for like centuries and they were using her blood. And so her and her sister were both trapped as dragons in the ice uh, by the mages. So their story is cool. Um, I liked hers. And then book 25 is called Dark Wolf um, and it's about Skylar and Dimitri. This might be my favorite book of the series. It's definitely one of them. So Skylar had a really traumatic childhood and she was adopted um, into one of the Carpathian families and she met Dimitri when she was still underage and he became her like, he knew she was his life mate, but obviously she was a child, but he became her like mental, like, you know, like her solace. So when she was like crying out in her mind, he would come and talk to her late at night when she couldn't sleep and he would comfort her and teach her things and, and always like kind of like took care of her from afar and like everyone knew they were life mates, but obviously like no one was like, Hey, you could just like take this kid. Um, but also he knew she was like very traumatized as a child and he was like, not going to do anything about it. And then it turns out that he is, um, like part, he goes to save his, he's part wolf and he goes to save his brother. And, um, she has to go with her other, there's like a bunch of young kids who like form like a little band of Carpathian children and or human children who do like mischievous things. So her and her two best friends like escape to go save him after the prince is like, nobody can go rescue him. She's like, okay, yeah, cool. Sounds good. And then like they, <laughs> they end up leaving to go and save him. And he tells her like, don't, the last thing he says to her before she can't hear him anymore is like, don't come. And she's like, yeah, cool. I'm not going to, don't worry. And then she's like, I can't hear him anymore. I'm pay- We're fucking going like, that's my life mate. And by now she's of age. And anyway, so she yeah. goes, um, and saves him and it's a good book. Um, Let's see. Book 26 is about Zev Hunter and Branislava. Branislava is like the sister of Tatiana. Um, and she was also one of the ones who's like dragon trapped. Um, yeah. And he is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a he's a lichen. He's not a, a Carpathian. Anyways, like there's a lot of like that one has a lot of like politics in it between the lichens and the Carpathians. But I did enjoy that book because I liked theirs. And I also like in general, again, like you have to feel that chemistry. And I feel like Zev 
and Bronislava were on the same page, which I enjoy. Um, then we get into the ancient. So then this is like the start of the newer ancient books. So you have Andre, who's one of the ancients, and Tegan. Um, then you have Gabrielle and Alexi. Um, and Fane and Trixie. Because <laughs> it's a grandma and her granddaughter, and they both bond to different Carpathians. This is very funny because the older grandma, she's like, I'm a grandma. He's like, you look fine to me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and she's, they're both black and she's the grandma's trying to like, you know, like, you don't know. I'm a grandma. You don't know. What you're and he's like, you look like a woman to me. And he's like sniffing her. I'm like, it's great. Um, and then finally she's like, you know what? I deserve happiness. I raised all these babies and grandbabies. I deserve to be happy. So good. Um, and then we have Dark Carousel, which I don't remember. So I don't know if I read that one. And I don't think I read Dark Legacy, which was the one right before this one. Yeah, I did not. Um, oh, wait, no, that wasn't. That's good. That was a pretty, pretty no, good wait, hold on. There's some there. more. Wait, I missed more. There's okay. more? But wait, there's more. Yeah, so I've missed. Okay, so I'm looking at it. So I've missed a couple. I've missed like, uh, I missed the last like four yeah. before this. But I read all the other ones for the most part. But yeah, so those are my thoughts, you guys. If you want to get out there and read the books, um, enjoy yourself because there are a lot of good ones. I will say that like, if you skip around, if you're planning to read the books, even if you choose not to read every single book, I would recommend reading whichever ones you choose in order. So even if you decide to go like book one to book four to book six to book eight or whatever, like don't read book eight and then one and then six and then four because there's a lot of like people that you meet and then the story sort of carries through. So it's not that you couldn't read them all as standalones, but if you read book eight and then you read book one, you're going to be like, oh, that was what they were talking about. But if you read book one first and then you see those characters in book eight, you know what I mean? So like even if you skip yeah. around, I would skip around like in order as much as possible. And those are my thoughts. This is my TED Talk about Christine Feehan and the Dark Series. <laughs> welcome to my TED Talk. You're welcome. <laughs> also, on that note, did you guys know that we're on TikTok at Romance at a Glance? You should come on TikTok yes. and hang out with us. TikTok, message us, make a TikTok, and tag us, and we'll yes. TikTok you back. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll, we'll duet you. Or That'll stitch you, depending on what oh, you say. Yeah. I actually really love that. Let's do that. That's, yes. We'll do at you. We've been mm. on there. Bridget more so than I have. But I have made a pact that I'm be way more on TikTok. <laughs> 2022, baby. That's my year. 2022. 2022. <laughs> that's our year. That's our year. All right, you guys. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for coming to talk about dark hair with us. And until next time, may your books be your lover. And your hands, your best friends. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.